0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Good morning. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler, Evan Heffelfinger, and Paul Emig. It's our latest rendition of the show and our latest rendition of mm-hmm, mm-mm. my mm-mms are going to be a little uh, tame today. So yesterday's show, I think might have been like the most, uh, it sounded like the radio show. We had a little bit with Toby. We had some callers. We had a guest. We had a second guest. That was great. Kevin Payne, Bart Lundy. Thank you to them. Uh, today is the most that physically I felt like I'm doing The old radio show. Some of those mornings I would get up at 530, not know how I was waking up, get to the station by six and struggle through it, whether it was with a headache or a self-inflicted headache or whatever. Today I woke up uh, and we're taping this Tuesday morning. It's like 830. I woke up with a throbbing headache and I am hurting. So we're going to record this. It's going to rain all day. I'm going to pop a Delta 9 and I'm going to go back to bed. (laughs) <laughs> that's uh that's my plan today uh, today was going to be a really extensive like look for jobs day update the resume nah god has other plans for me today guys uh evan good to see you as always yeah thanks for having me uh you look as good as i feel as once again
2: <laughs> yeah that's a that's right that's fair
1: uh paul Imig, what's up i think what you have with
3: not feeling well isn't out to not have to go to Buffalo. Uh,
1: yeah. have, you,
3: have you considered this beautiful possibility?
1: I have thought about flaking on Buffalo, but... This isn't flaking. You're not feeling well. It's it's perfect. No, I can't flake. I've committed.
3: You're not flaking. You're not feeling well. You don't want to... You know what? You're, you're looking out for everybody. You don't want to get them sick. It's perfect.
1: Although <laughs> I didn't book the hotels. I didn't book a flight. I didn't buy the tickets. But it is it's it's a trip that like I started <clears throat> fifteen years ago.
2: I have yeah. a Bills jersey if you want to wear it. I might. Who's your who's your Bills jersey? I got Stefan Diggs because he single handedly won me a fantasy championship two years ago. <clears throat> there was a game where I was down like twenty eight points in the championship and Diggs had like two hundred forty yards and three touchdowns.
1: Oh, I remember that well. I played against him that day. Yeah. Was that, that, that his that was his first year. Bills year? Yeah. Stephon Diggs is
3: good. He's, like, Mm -hmm. still underrated, though. By the way, the Vikings traded Diggs and just replaced him with Justin Jefferson. The Packers
1: traded Devontae Adams and just replaced him with Samari Touré. Uh, I think it was Sam Schmitz that sent me this. Brian Gutekind's history of drafting receivers. equinimius, Jamon Moore, MVS, Amari Rodgers, Samari, Toure, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson. Yeah, it's oh. not great. So, I mean, the, the three guys now, I guess we'll see on. But Amari, I still believe in him, but I liked him so much at Clemson. That's why. And then those other three guys, like, sucked. Yeah. St. Brown was here for four years. And yep. so was MVS. Although, the team is probably much better with MVS, sadly. Mm. I don't know. It's just a different guy to
3: drop a deep pass. Oh, okay. Hey, side note. Yeah. Amari Rodgers, that deep ball, he dropped it, or it would have just been a really good catch? Uh, I think there's a lot of subjectivity in drops. I'll give you my opinion. He didn't drop it. I'm not charting him with a drop. If, if you would have said, wow, that would have been a great catch. If your reaction is, wow, that would have been a great catch.
1: It's not a drop. That's the rule. No, I'm going to tell you something my dad told me. Uh, well, I'm it. immediately disqualifying it. Soccer coach next. No, uh, you don't. You know, he was a football coach for well, years. Who couldn't,
3: who couldn't cut it. So he went to soccer. OK, I'm sorry to keep
1: interrupting. There were politics beyond your wildest dreams in the Fond du Lac football system. Mm. I'm just kidding, Greg. I'm just kidding, Greg uh but he told me once uh because i dropped a ball like outs- i don't know it was weird but i dropped the ball and we were just playing catch i'm like daddy you gotta flow it better daddy <laughs> you, were 14. Like, you were yeah, it's crazy, you
2: were 19 at the time. <laughs> uh
1: it was this summer when he visited <laughs> <laughs> and he said son you want to know what vince lombardi said he said if a ball ever touches any part of your hands it's expected to be a catch. That's, that's dumb.
2: If it, if it touches both of your hands, then maybe a little bit more. No,
3: I'll t- no. Uh, let me let, let me parallel that to baseball. Errors are dumb. It's a dumb stat because if you were good enough to be in position or put yourself in position to Ugh. potentially make an error, you, you did a good thing already. You got in position. Whereas if you're just like, you know what? I can't get there. I'm just going to let it roll by. You didn't get an error. So if Amari Rodgers is a little bit slower or runs his route a little bit less crisp, and I'm just using Amari as the example for any potential drop, but just being there like that ball, who was the ball that Rodgers threw this past Sunday in Washington or Maryland to uh, where, which is an overthrow. Well, that guy didn't drop it. Right. Because he just wasn't quick enough. Didn't have a quick enough. Anyway, I know this is a very subjective topic. I'm sure there are very smart people, very smart football people who disagree. But I just don't think I can say, wow, that would have been a great catch. By the way, you screwed up and dropped it. Like Those are two distinct differences. So I would tell Greg Winkler circa 1992 that Bart just being there for the pass, was a, he must have run a really good route. He must have done that button hook really sharp and uh, put himself in position to catch it.
1: Well, first so, of all, we were just playing catch and it was right at my hands. Second of all, <laughs> you're not going to face. choose between Paul Emmick or the great Vince Lombardi. Well, listen, I grant you that. But, uh, yeah. But things change, Vince. Things change. I just coughed on mute and like a cough. I, I can't. Ex- this headache is brutal. I What I thought, Bart, what I thought just happened is
3: that. You Ugh. saw something. what it looked like on the video was that you saw something like you had just read something remarkable. Did you notice <laughs> that? Hef? Like it looked like, like I, I thought he was going to come back and say, "No, I got terrible." Rogers just got traded. Like I like the look that you get. No, it was just like a head rush of
2: whoa. What, what was the nine just became illegal? <laughs> All
1: right. Um, uh, did I ever tell you guys about the worst headache I ever had? No. This story somehow hasn't come up yet. It was so bad. It was like six years ago. And I got my car to drive up to Fond du Lac when I was still working there. And I hit the end of the block and I couldn't like, I had, I I barely got home the end of the block. And then I went back in bed. I was like, I'm, this is the worst pain I've ever felt. Uh, It was a bad headache for like eight days. Somehow I pushed myself to get back in my car, go down to an urgent care center, like two miles away. Uh, I said, I got the worst headache of my life. I don't, I don't even know. Like this, this isn't, this is, this doesn't make sense. And they're like, the first thing they asked me were, "Are your stools black?" And I said, "Are my stools black?" I, I got a headache. They go, "Are your stools black?" They're mahogany. I go, I go, <laughs> I go. One might have been. They go, other room. Now, guy lays me down. Within five minutes of being in this place, I got a finger up my ass. And what how much did you have
2: to pay for that?
1: Huh? I need more money. he dipped me. I don't know what the hell. But I was like, did that do anything? And they're like, no, you're fine. <laughs> That is
3: um, actually quite
1: fascinating. I didn't. I mean, urgent urgent care was spelled U R R G A N (laughs) D. It's like the movie Idiocracy. Yeah, I think I was at some
2: weirdo's shop, but whatever. They check for aneurysms by sticking a finger up your ass. Good to know. Very good to know.
3: You know, there was a. Did you guys watch Scrubs, the TV show? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: They had that musical episode, and there was a song where it says, "Everything comes down to poo." and it you can tell a lot from poo according to scrubs season 6 episode musical
2: that's fair yeah so
3: you can
1: figure out what's wrong with you by looking at your poo great well i'm going to go take a shit and then show you guys and then you can determine how bad this headache is nice Sounds good. All right, let's do mm-hmm, mm-hmm in a second. Uh, I'm going to take my podcast-sponsored break here. Okay, All right. I'm also going to tell you guys about Happy Place Hemp, which I'm going to take one. I haven't taken it. Sure? I haven't taken a Delta Nine yet. Like ever? Uh,
3: no. Is this like the one that Tim like slept for twenty hours afterward? I mean, I've been high before. No, no, I'm asking. But is this the one that, like, knocked Tim out for a day?
1: Yeah. Well, a day. He slept till nine. But, you know, Tim. But I thought it was, like, a 20-hour sleep session. I don't know. I mean, like I said, we're taping this on a Tuesday. It's a rainy day today. (laughs) I thought about taking one last night, but then my kid got up in the middle of the night. And, you know, I'm glad I was awake. I just need to relax. And that's what these do. I don't see any harm in that happy promo code is Bart. Also, I have figured out the recipe for when I want to take the night ones. So I call them the night ones. They're purple CBD and CBN. And uh, they help you sleep. That's how they were pitched to me. And I've I've taken them. I've I've, I've done it. It says on the bottle though, it's like, don't take and expect immediate results. You know, you're not going to take it and be like, so then the other day I was going to the store, Mabel, and then i <laughs> that's not going to happen. But halftime of the football game, halftime of the football game. Cause then I'll kick in like right at the end and I'm out. So that was good. Happyplacehemp.com. They got those, they got the THC free ones that kind of keep you alert a little bit. Some people take them if their pain is hurting them. Some people take them if um, I'll shout out uh some of the guys from the other station. He says, I pop one to take a, before I go golfing, and I like golf better. Now that is not doctor approved, but I don't know. Anecdotes are anecdotes, and mine is I take one to help me sleep. And I and Barty's going to go night night here in a little bit at nine o'clock on a Tuesday. HappyPlaceHemp.com, and the best part of this is promo code Bart twenty five percent off your order every order at HappyPlaceHemp.com. HappyPlaceHemp.com. They're also located across from Maddie's in Muskego. You can tell them, Bart, and they'll give you the discount. All right, we'll come back right after these words.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to Indeed data,
1: And we're back, everybody. All right, hit hit me Paul. It's the Collinsworth slide.
3: Ooh, How you like
1: that? Okay,
3: let's see. Well, we have to start with the Packers because train wreck. Trading for a Jerry Judy or a DJ Moore moves the needle enough that it's worth as an attempt to save this Packers season mm-hmm or mm I'll give it to you one more time, a trade for a wide receiver like a Jerry Judy from Denver, a DJ Moore from Carolina, moves the needle enough that it's worth giving up a lot of your future assets to acquire them to help save your season, mm-hmm or mm
1: I want to shout out the Packers real quick for their, uh, their vigilance in their, I guess, media department. Because they won't just let anybody go and sit in the press box. You um, tried, <laughs> Toby did, without me knowing.
3: <laughs> like as like the Bart Winkler Show podcast as his credential.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he, he wants to go to the game that Leroy is getting uh, inducted, or the the names going up, and they're like, one, we don't uh, do podcasts, two. We don't know what the Bart Winkler show is. So spread the word to the Green Bay Packers uh, about what we're doing. Uh, I did. I mean, I did do an interview with UWM's Bart Lundy. So I still have some credibility in the game. I mean, I might try to go to a Bucks game or two. I think they, they might be the one media department that actually is fine with me. So we'll see. Uh, I say, Mm-mm. I don't think any trade's going to save this team outside of maybe trading for a quarterback.
3: <laughs> I hear Russell
1: Wilson's available. I was thinking about this, and this is kind of off the topic. Maybe it's one of your questions. Uh, I don't care. You look at some of these three and four quarterbacks, Tom Brady, Jimmy G, Justin Fields now, Aaron Rodgers. Who do you have the most faith in to take their team to a – like Brady Brady and Rodgers are doing this thing where everyone knows they're going to turn it around, but then they don't. Jimmy G has maybe the best complement of weapons of all time, and they still – are not going to be a Super Bowl favorite because he underthrows everybody. And then Justin Fields, look, I know he ran more than he threw the other night, but isn't being a quarterback just getting your team down the field and scoring points and winning games? I like Justin Fields a lot. Yeah, I do. I will not get off of that.
3: He was great. In New England, he was great.
1: Yeah, and I won't ever get off Daniel Jones, and that proved me right because Daniel Jones is the best. It took three and a half years for Daniel Jones, but you were right. But I knew it. I I saw it. Again, it doesn't have to work instantaneously for it to work. Happyplacehemp.com, promo code BART. Um, 25% off, that's bonkers. All right, uh, I'm going to say no trade is worth it at this point. It's, right. I mean, this is like a Brewer situation. The parallels are starting to emerge. Team yeah. that we thought was going to be good, team that sucks, coach that is always frustrated and then can't, like, give a Al Pacino speech to save his life. Um, they're not one guy away. I would have loved if the Brewers got Juan Soto. They weren't a Juan Soto away. They were they were a mess. And I I feel like you know that's what the Packers here. And plus, we're talking about like DJ Moore, who had a better week, and you know had a real good six weeks a couple years ago, and is good, just hasn't been used. But I don't know, man. I don't I don't think that I don't think that we're one trade away. One trade away from what?
3: Like I said, saving the season was technically the premise of the question. What
1: that means for you, I, I don't know. The only way they save the season is if they go into Buffalo and win. Is this, is this team capable of doing that? I talked yesterday about how I don't think it's in their DNA. I don't think it's in their DNA. So if they save the season, if they win in Buffalo, that's a huge springboard. Otherwise, you better get ready for a couple of weeks when Mike McCarthy's gonna come in here and get a dub. I mean, that's gonna suck. So I'm gonna say Mm-mm.
3: Evan, I'll throw it over to you. Heffelfinger, a trade for a Jerry Judy, a DJ Moore. Would help save this Packers season, mm-hmm. or mm-mm. Mm,
2: mm, 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 mm. <clears throat> absolutely not. Oh boy, I I like the idea of adding a dynamic skill player like that, but that's not going to address your biggest problems, which is Matt Lafleur's play calling and Aaron Rodgers is. Uh, I don't even know what to say. Is it his mentality? Is it his carefree attitude that he's somehow putting out there right now? even though it's clear that he really cares a lot, I there's just too many problems that a, a wide receiver isn't going to fix. You can have Jerry Judy, but what are you going to do? You're not going to adjust your offense. You're not going to change the play calls. And that's been their biggest problem is just head-scratching the offensive plays. I don't understand what their game plan is most of the time. They're not running through the players that they should be running the offense through. Aaron doesn't look like he should be playing quarterback in the NFL anymore. A wide receiver isn't going to do that. It's just like Jimmy G. What's the point of having these weapons if you're not going to actually get them the ball? So I I don't think that that's the biggest problem, and I don't think that that's going to be a a one-time solution.
3: I'm going to also say, "Mm mm-mm. But with a caveat. So, Bart, you referenced the Brewers, and I had the same thought in my head about the parallels that are happening here. David Stearns didn't mean, he didn't intend to send a message to the clubhouse by trading Hayter and not getting a bat. That wasn't his goal. Like He wasn't like, oh, I'd love to destroy the clubhouse. Like, if Brian Gutekunst does not trade for a good player, presumably on offense, probably at wide receiver maybe offensive line maybe both if you were a player in the in the locker room for the packers wouldn't you say oh i guess our gm thinks that you know this is it like we if he thought if if, if you're a player you're like well if brian Goodigans really thought we were going to make a run this year wouldn't he have done something if he really thought this was salvageable wouldn't he have done something i don't so know i think i he do did, think that he brought everybody back besides one guy say it again bar i'm sorry he brought everybody back besides one guy, sure. But you're struggling in the middle of the season. There's a mid-season trade deadline for a reason. Don't the 49ers have the exact same record as the Packers right now? Yeah. They just added Christian McCaffrey. Like, if you're yeah. if you're a player in that locker room, yes, you have a three-and-four record, but don't you feel like, hey, we're like yeah, we're we're kind of playing poorly, and like all these other things. Where we just came off a crushing loss where we lost by what 20 plus points. But we just added Christian McCaffrey, and he only played 20 snaps in his first game with us. But we're about to turn this around. Like, you have to tell me the 49ers feel better about their 3-4 and start than the Packers feel about their 3-4 and start. Would would you agree with that?
1: I don't know. I think that was a stupid trade for the Niners. Why? The Niners have been plugging guys in at running back for seven years, and they're getting 200 yards. You're not wrong. you're gonna trade. You're gonna give all these assets away for Christian McCaffrey. Okay, but I think you're. I
3: think you're arguing a different point, though. Players are the ones oh, know, who. Pl- I'm one of these players. If I'm
1: like Jeff Wilson Jr. I'm like, what the okay. shit, man. Fine. If you're Jeff Wilson Jr. If, if I'm uh, Debo, I'm like, dude, we don't need him. No, there's
3: no way you think that.
1: Yeah. Come on, yeah. I can't. Okay. You're okay. I think you're. No, I'm not. I I mean, I understand that Christian McCaffrey's great. I don't – You're Niners- telling me the players in that locker room aren't more energized
3: than the players in the Packers locker room coming off of McCaffrey trade versus coming off a – theoretically, like, they go through the trade deadline to do nothing? you tell me the Niners players don't feel better about their chances? Heffelfinger, help me here. here. Barts wrong, right? Am I crazy?
2: No, you're not crazy. They're absolutely feeling better because it's just – it shows it's a move – of good faith almost that there's belief yeah. no matter the start that they're going to do great things. And they're adding another piece.
3: It's it's a, we believe in this team type of thing. And that's sending a really good message that if you do nothing, if, if Packers do nothing, if Brian Goodikens does nothing, I would say as a, I mean, you know, players are always, they're very like, you know, next day got to get better today it's a new day to get better but like you know they're thinking in the back of their minds like if the front office thought we were going to turn this around they would have given us something
1: have you seen the elvis movie no did you see the clip going around um i don't think so so nick bosa's on the niners right yes and there was a there's a clip from elvis when (laughs) colonel tom parker hears elvis for the first time and they're saying this is how bosa reacted to when he found out the Niners were trading for Christian McCaffrey. His wife. What do you think, Texarkana? Shall we play for the twenty-seventh time? Hey! He's white. Anyway. I don't, I don't know if that played too well. Nah, but I'll just boost it. <laughs> he said he's white.
3: Ah. Yeah. That's tough to hear.
1: Yeah, well, I shouldn't have done it. It's hard playing audio clips. I just play them off my phone. The voicemails <laughs> sound good. 402-915-B-A-R-T. B-A-R-T. All right, well, we can go to the next question. Um, oh. I, No, wait, but you know what I'm saying? No. No, I don't know what you're saying. I'm saying that if we like traded for a, like if we traded for a, like Alvin Kamara, we already got him. What are we, what are we doing? Right. That's the position we don't need. Like, yay, we made a trade, but why? We already don't use the one we have because Shanahan uses all these
3: guys in Debo Samuel is a wide receiver. Who's a great so running all man. these
1: guys that they use they're going to use Christian for 13 snaps a game now I mean that's more criminal than giving Aaron Jones the ball in one drive I think you're giving an offensive minded dare I say
3: like football genius in Shanahan another weapon that a team has to plan for like I think one of the things that gets lost a lot of times and I think this is part of the Packers issue this season especially when they don't use Aaron Jones but it's like you don't if you are the defensive coordinator. Or the secondary coach of an opposing team, and you're watching the film. Who are you scared about? Who are you game planning to stop
1: on the Packers' offense? Nobody. Uh, no, Nobody. You're, they didn't even. They didn't even blitz. They blitzed one time on us on Sunday because they, and as they noted,
3: didn't have to. That is a problem. It's a huge, huge, huge problem. Even at this point, halfway in his rookie season, like teams are going to have to game plan for George Pickens, who, by the way, was drafted after Christian Watson. Not saying that that's like, you know, okay, it's carved in stone. Pickens is going to have a better NFL career than Watson. But while Watson nurses a hamstring for the third time, Pickens is a guy that you have to game plan for. He's a blue chipper. He's a guy that, you have, that you're like, oh, this guy has something. Packers don't have that. And if they do have that, he gets three touches a half, and his name is Aaron Jones.
1: I'm going to debut a new segment here uh, because you brought up Kyle Shanahan and I don't think he's a good coach. I think he's a coordinator. It's called, where should these coaches be? And uh, you hear a little music. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm just going to go down the list. Cliff Kingsbury, D3 football. Arthur Smith, he earns uh, another coaching season. John Harbaugh, good. Sean McDermott, good. Steve Wilkes, you know what? They beat Tampa. Give him a year. Matt Eberflus, all right, not too bad. Zach Taylor, I'll give him a coach. He made a Super Bowl. Kevin Stefanski, coordinator. Mike McCarthy, Packers head coach. You let the wrong guy go. Nathaniel Hackett, assistant GM at Meyer. Dan Campbell, PC principal. Matt LaFleur, Matt LaFleur, Cellcom Wireless Sales Associate. Uh, Lovie Smith. I love Lovey Smith. Keep popping up all, the, all over the place. Frank, Reich, It took you this long to bench Matt Ryan. Uh, get out of here. Doug Peterson. He can coach Andy Reed. He'd coach any of these teams in the league doing 11 and six record. Josh McDaniels. He should be at a craps table. Brandon Staley. Awful coordinator. Sean McVay coach. Mike McDaniel. Eh, some weird decisions the other day. Coach. Kevin O'Connell, coach. Bill Belichick, he's got a pretty bad record without Brady. He should retire and go to Nantucket. Dennis Allen, I mean, there's 15 Dennis Allens in the league. Gone. Brian Dable, coach. Robert Sala should be the Packers' coach. Nick Sirianni should be the mayor of Philadelphia. Mike Tomlin, yeah, uh, coach. Kyle Shanahan, coordinator in college. Pete Carroll probably should be dead. He's old. Todd Bowles. Uh, he can coach. Mike Vrabel, he can coach, but he's too smart. He said he's not as smart as he think he is. Ron Rivera, defensive coordinator. That's where coaches should be. My apologies to Pete Carroll. I've had a, I've had it out for old people
0: lately. <laughs> Good
3: segment.
1: Yeah, that'll resonate. Mm-hmm. Good segment. All right, where were I, where was, we were at my terrible take about the Niners.
3: Sure, we can move past it. Please. As long as we agree it's a terrible take.
1: Everything I have, I get, I get a cushion today. Because if it's smart, oh my God, Bart's working through the headache. And if it's bad, dude's got a headache, man.
2: He's not feeling well. Is this yeah. your flu game?
3: No, he my just had game. his flu
1: game. I had my flu game. When mm-hmm. was my flu game? After the Bucks. That Bucks season opener. Yeah, I was sick that day too. What, what is with me? It might be that you're back on the hot pockets. Is this long COVID? I hope not. I had long I had COVID in March and I felt fine. Did it just like wait? Do I I have COVID? Am I getting long COVID because it's so close to the elections? Wow.
2: Mm. Remember, you can go out and vote today. I'm going to. Early voting in Milwaukee County.
1: Dude, I don't trust I don't trust early voting. It's too I mean, much time for people to like mess it up. I mean, you got people in Arizona guarding mailboxes with guns.
2: Yeah. What What are you doing? One of the places you could go is the Pfizer Forum today.
1: Yeah. Cool. All right. What's up? All right. Next Packers topic. I'm going to start by just asking you, like, oh, by the way, Bucks play, quote unquote, tonight, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Live post game on YouTube after.
2: I'll be joining on my walk home from the game. Is that you the Nets? Yeah, the Nets.
1: Did you see the
3: report on Monday? The Nets are dead last in season ticket
2: sales. <laughs> I mean, why would you go watch them? I mean, it is Kevin Durant. You don't want to see Ben Simmons put up 6-8-4? and four? Oh, my God. John! No, the other,
3: other night. That was awesome. The sixth hey, follow-on Simmons.
2: Yeah.
1: He is... I mean he is like reaching for face of the league. And, ja. Yeah, yeah. And like succeeding. Yeah. He's ja got rules. Ja rules. <laughs> oh shit. are we ready? Ja rules. That's why that's why they say it.
3: Ja rules, man. All right. So wait, so I do want to get your predictions. Like your actual Packers in Buffalo predictions. Your you have to put money on it prediction.
1: What is your number? I got to be honest. I like what Grant Bills said. Uh, Grant said the Packers are going to play their best game of the season and lose. I want to know by how much then. I need a number.
2: Best game of the season so far or it will be their best game of the season? Probably so far. Okay. I'm going to take – now the Bills
1: are off a bye and it's Halloween weekend and that crowd's going to be nuts. I'm going to take – I mean the Bills are scoring no less than 34 points. The Packers haven't scored 30 all year. I'm going to go 34 to 20. So 14 point defeat. Heffelfinger?
2: That, I mean, that was almost exactly what I was going to say. So now I have to.
1: Uh, By the way, I predicted the commander score almost to the T.
2: So take it to the bank then, 34 to
1: 20. 23-20 commanders.
2: Give me 38 to 17. Okay, so a 21 point loss. All right.
3: Let's say the Packers lose by 25 or more. Matt LaFleur should not will. Packers lose by 25 in Buffalo, drop to three and five. Matt LaFleur
1: should be on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Or mm Um I still want to see him coach without Rodgers. What if that's in five years? I think, and I went to talk about this the other day. That maybe it was on the last, mm-hmm, but we we got to a point with the Packers where even if Goody wanted to trade Rodgers, right, he couldn't. You just it, the 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 landscape; it just wasn't there. Rodgers was not going to be anyone else.
3: It well it doesn't matter. It'd be, and Rodgers did this very intentionally. His yeah. contract would essentially prohibit trading him. He Rodgers completely schooled these guys in the terms of negotiation
1: and now he owns the team he might, he might as well own the team and he's just too big he takes up too much space and I, I just think that it's not it's not a good recipe for anybody and uh LaFleur is gonna like LaFleur is gonna be a victim of it Goody's gonna be a victim of it although Goody I mean like I just went through all those receivers and if you're going to, like Horvath's point, if you're going to draft a first-round defender every year and this is your defense, like I, I keep feel like they're making decisions that they know they shouldn't make. They shouldn't have drafted Jordan Love. They did it. They shouldn't have extended Rodgers. They did it. They shouldn't have hired Joe Barry. They did it. They, shouldn't, did they, have, keep, they shouldn't have extended Bakhtiari, but they did They it. shouldn't have extended Bakhtiari, but they Back figured rule. Like, will
3: never, never give an offensive lineman a third contract. They man. did anyway. Huge, huge, huge backfire. Well,
1: Ted Thompson's golden rule, and I talked about well, this. i
3: mean, there's a reason that you hire certain guys from coaching trees or from GM trees, because for the most part, you know, with their own, with their own things that they bring to the table, they're gonna—they're uh, gonna ascribe to the
1: same. Well, you saw sense. how yeah. people were reacting to Thompson, and nobody like—he doesn't want to be like. He'll take his lessons, but he doesn't want to be Thompson. So well, the first thing he did the- Jimmy Graham. Well,
3: the first day he was on, a, Preston Smith, Darius Smith, and Adrian Amos was like his first big, like I'm not Ted Thompson moment.
1: Yeah, and I, I didn't, I, we have Ted Thompson. If we have Ted Thompson still, and you know, if he was healthy and alive, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is on this team.
3: Uh, he's not. Batiar is not on the team. Like, there's. Granted, neither would Amos. Neither would Preston Smith. <sighs> But then maybe Gary? not
1: Devonte, maybe not Aaron Jones. I was surprised they signed him. He signed him to ten million dollars a year, and you don't use him. Yeah, Aaron, I mean, thank
3: goodness for Aaron Jones, who could have I think made more money as a Miami Dolphin, right? I yeah, think like he had fifteen. Yeah, they had, had more money on the table, and he's like, mm, "I'm a really good guy, and I think eventually they're going to
1: give me the ball." And then, no. Oh, I just picked up a follower from the Bart Winkler show account.
3: You got to follow back. That's the rule. Speaking of Bart
1: Lundy. Oh, was it? Yeah. Nice.
3: Glad that he found your your show account. Well, I tagged him like seven times. Hey, side side note. We all like Ryan Wood a lot. Did you Mm -hmm. see his takes after the game on Sunday that this, though Aaron Jones getting the ball has been a problem this season, this game was not an Aaron Jones didn't get the ball enough situation. Did you see that take? And what did you think of that take?
1: Um, I thought that. Uh, I wanted to blame Aaron Rodgers like I do every game, but the whole team was poor, so I, I, there wasn't one thing. Well, sure, but there was a lot of
3: Twitter outrage that you know they didn't get Aaron Jones the ball enough, but I do think it's fair to how many offensive plays did they run 42, 45, an extremely
1: he low nine balls, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, I think he had fifth, but now Rodgers is using the check down when there's guys open in the middle. Yeah, this it's, it's, it's all like dirt. he doesn't want to throw in the middle, dude. Go look at his charts. I know.
3: All right. Well, so let me go no, back. I
1: didn't let Evan answer.
3: Well, no, actually, I, let me just be clear. So I'm, like, losing... I'm sick today. You guys talk, and I'm
0: dug a bit Bart Lundy followed me. I have a headache.
3: Bart, let me just get a clarification from you. Packers lose by 25 in Buffalo. So you're gonna say mm-mm LaFleur should, should, not will, should not be on the hot seat. You don't want him on the hot seat. Shouldn't be on that. You want to see he he deserves a life after Rodgers.
1: Uh I want to see him play Jordan Love before I see him on the hot seat. Okay. Evan finger Packers lose big in
3: Buffalo. You wake up on Monday morning and Matt LaFleur's on the hot seat. Matt LaFleur should, in fact, be on the hot seat. Mm-hmm. Or mm
2: If you ask my roommate, <clears throat> it is mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He is the biggest Matt LaFleur hater in the entire world. And I I very much appreciate watching it because it's opened my eyes to some of the things that Matt LaFleur does that just are not indicative of success. And this year, I think we've seen a lot of regression from Matt LaFleur as a coach, not making adjustments, not running the plays that they should be running, not running the tempo of the offense that they should be running Uh, And some of it could go back to Aaron just making audibles or making changes on the fly or, you know, him obsessing with Alan Lazard as a wide receiver one and only throwing to him and Robert Tunyon. But LaFleur needs to do something different. He needs to get to the, the special teams and say, Hey, Amari Rogers should never be back there returning a punt ever again. Yeah. Or he should at least fair catch every single time. I don't care where the ball is fair catch the defense. They've been better than I think the numbers show. They just, they've been on the field so much because Aaron is running the offense so poorly that they're just a constant stream of three and outs or one first down and then immediately giving the ball back. So the defense isn't going to have time to rest and, prepare for the next drive. Like they normally should with an Aaron Rodgers offense. So I don't know if that falls on the floor, if that's on Aaron, I think a lot of it has to go to the floor for being the guy who's making the play calls. But I think maybe get a couple more games past Buffalo. And if they're still just not making adjustments, they're still looking terrible. Then it's time for a legitimate hot seat.
3: Well, I think the, right at Buffalo it's at Detroit you would I cautiously say like to think that you get that second one as a win and you don't go on what would be a five game losing streak theoretically but if if it were to happen that way and even if they split these next two at a certain point you're well I mean maybe you know what I'm gonna bring this into another topic the Packers are you are very close to considering this a lost season mm-hmm. or. Mm-mm.
1: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, a month ago, what was I saying? This team is a super bowl makeup. How wrong was that? The, I, I mean, I just, I look at this roster. They got rid of Devante Adams and there was like a silver lining there. Cause I thought Rogers <laughs> forced it to him too much. And I thought, yeah. all right, play an offense, play an offense, get everybody involved. You know, let's see the Matt LaFleur magic that we've, we've talked about. You have Rogers. He can be Rogers when he needs to. Otherwise, just, you know, go and not dink and dunk or be a system quarterback, but he doesn't need to do the things he's doing. Yeah. And since then, I mean, everybody looks lifeless. There's no heart on the team. Defensively, special teams, the mistakes that they're making are terrible. Every time there's a little adversity, they they wilt. I mean, I don't, I don't understand it. This, this team, you know, there's so much maybe bad, like Mojo in the offseason whether it's uh, with Rogers not being there or sucking up so much oxygen from the team. I mean, the rest of the team can't breathe. They're going to lose in Buffalo. Okay. And if they don't, wow, that'll, again, that's a game changer. So you lose in Buffalo, then you got Detroit and Dallas, right? You're going to win both of those games. Yeah. So you're probably, let's say you split. What are you four and six? Okay. I mean the, the schedule's, not great. The Vikings are running away with the North. You got all these teams at three and four.
3: Playing the Bears at Soldier Field after what I saw against the Patriots, that's not an easy win anymore either.
1: Like, these teams that are three and four, if if I'm going to, I just brought this up with the quarterbacks before, but if I'm going to tell you one of these teams is going to figure it out, the Rams at three and three are more likely to figure it out. My God, even the commanders with Heineke look like a new team. The Niners are three and four. The Cardinals are three and four. I think the Cardinals are ass but I'd take them over the Packers right now. I would too. Even like a team like the bears. So you're three and four and the Packers are three and four. The bears are an up and coming. Hey, every win gives them this new level of confidence where the Packers are. They're like, if they don't win by 10, they're they're pissed. The Falcons should not be winning games. They somehow are. The Buccaneers are three and four. They, I think they'll still figure it out. There's just a lot of teams that are going to be in the way. And that's not talking about all the teams with better records. One, two, three, four, five, five other teams. Above them, so if you're going to look at any of these teams, I mean, I feel about as bad as I can. Oh, Bart Lundy, take a listen and subscribe to the Bart Winkler Show. Wow, I'm telling you, Bart, stick together. Even though his real name's Jason. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Well, why um, are you outing him like that? Because I didn't. That was, know that, our- that was off the record, pal.
1: No, I thought it was, but then we opened up the pod with it. Oh, hmm. and then we agree that our name sucks. Dude, is that really part? Was that part of the yeah, conversation? In the podcast, I go, do you like the name Bart? And he's like, I go, doesn't it just sound like a noise? <laughs> Bart. Like, it sounds like a bubble. Bart. I think the Packers suck. No, I think the lost season. Very half half of you are really close to calling it a lost season. Mm-hmm. Or mm hmm Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. I, and I. You know, I you're, not
3: there, you're not there yet, are you?
2: Not yet, because if you look purely on paper, this team has way too much talent to be a bad team. I mean, even on offense, that offensive line, when healthy, which will we ever see Bakhtiari healthy again? I don't know. They're good. I don't know what's happening with Elton Jenkins this year. He just It looks like he's taken a massive step back after his big injury. But we have some dynamic guys like Aaron Jones – you have Robert Tunyon, who might be one of the more underrated tight ends. But what's what's wrong with AJ Dillon? What has happened this year? He's horrible. But yeah. then you look on the, the defensive side and you finally made moves to get a middle linebacker who you can trust out there. And he's having a decent season. Which one with, are we talking about? Campbell or Walker? Campbell. Yeah, especially after having the a edge. decent season. Yeah. Um Razul Douglas, I don't know if I really appreciate the role that they've given him after signing him but he's done okay there's Jair Alexander is still there you have Kenny Clark holding down the defensive line you have some really really great players and of course you have Aaron Rodgers who might be one of the best quarterbacks of all time so in theory we've only seen winning from Aaron Rodgers except for a couple of seasons you want to think that there's still hope We've seen him run the table multiple times. You'd want to think that there's still hope, but just something about this year, it feels like they don't have the strength or the willpower, or just the Brewers. Kind of, they just once. I like you said, once there's adversity, they kind of just roll over. And I feel like that's kind of been the thing for Matt Lafleur teams too. Is if they're down like a touchdown, they're not coming back in that game. Or two touchdowns, they're definitely not coming back in that game. Yeah. So I, I they're really looking not great. And it looks like it could be a lost season. There's a little bit of hope, but it's starting to dwindle pretty quick.
1: But if it's a lost also, season, there there's no I mean, Rogers is coming back.
3: You think if it oh, you think wait, say that again. If if it is a lost season?
1: Yeah, he's still coming back. Oh, he's coming back unless he
3: retires. He's coming back. I mean that's his contract guarantees that.
1: Is Paul talking at like two point five speed somehow?
4: <laughs>
2: That's what it sounded like for me too.
1: What happened? Don't don't adjust your uh, monitors. All right, with him. How can a
2: human thing. talk like they're in fast forward? That's impressive. Delta Are we eight. Actually, Delta i I'm just gonna take a halfy. Okay. Bart, I've something that I've noticed in your background of your house back there. It's kind of annoying me. Uh, on the couch, the pillows are switched around. Yeah. Can you go back there and see yeah. that they're the same? There. Okay, thank you.
1: <laughs>
2: All right, I'm good. I'm- my
1: headache's instantly gone. What's up? Perfect. What's up, man? Yeah. I I,
3: I-, I had to, like, charge my computer. I wonder, is- am I still at two and a half speed, or was that just, like, a go plug in your computer two and a half speed?
1: I don't know what you did, but it sounds better. All
3: right, I put in the, I took out the disc from the Nintendo. kind of blew on the cartridge, and then it Ooh. worked again. Paul's nine ninety nine. Um, yeah,
1: well uh, ran out.
3: <laughs> it's towards the end of the month. We've only got five days left. I ran out of. What I uh, miss my data. is the innocence
1: uh, of that time. Maybe that. Maybe I don't want to go back to the lack of technology. But I miss you. Receive the internet in the mail. <laughs>
3: Heffelfinger, don't 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 nod. You don't know what this is. You don't you don't know what this it, life was it, about.
2: I, I'm nodding and like learning, just like the knowledge coming in. Like, oh, okay, that's interesting. That was before my Bart, life.
3: What how old, Bart? How old are you when you got internet
1: at your house? Uh, internet. Let's see, internet. I got internet. Internet. You gotta like hit the it. T. <laughs> internet. Uh, I would
3: internet. say. <laughs> Internet. It's I-N-N-E-R-net. Internet. 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 Probably seventh grade. Same. Seventh grade for me, too. Hefflefinger, how old were you when you got internet?
2: Uh, yeah. was... Evan came
1: out of the womb playing <laughs> <freaking> Angry Birds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud to say I never played Angry Birds, by the way. Same with Flappy Bird. Uh, oh, both are fine. I got internet in 2003, so I was seven. When did you get your first... Like, that was, that's late.
1: That's really, really? late. Dude, that when did you get your first cell phone?
2: Um, I think I was in fifth grade. And the only reason I got it is because it was buy one, get one free, and my dad already had one. So when my mom got a phone, they were like, okay, this is free. We'll just throw it to you. Um, Sophomore and-
1: year in college. I-
2: really? That's really late.
1: How did I go a year in college with no phone?
3: Wow, I thought I was actually pretty late as like a sophomore in high school. No, I'd never had one. Goodness. Crazy. How were I mean, what did you do when you like you could have been playing Tetris?
1: I I don't know. I I I mean or what we communicated, was it the, the way I communicate with people was on AOL or AIM or whatever. AIM, yeah.
3: So, I'd love yeah. to know. I'd love to do a poll for those of our generation. It was AIM. Or AIM.
1: No, we called it AOL. You
3: called it, you, you called the instant messenger of AOL, you called it, let's chat on AOL?
2: Yeah. Really? I've always heard AIM.
1: Well. Yeah, then AIM is what I realized that most people call it. I was always AIM. Nah. Did you have ICQ? I don't even think I know what that is. Uh, it was like before that, it was done. Next
2: you're going to say, you say ATN instead of adm.
3: Please tell me you don't call it the atom. <laughs> no more football questions, Paul. I, I, we, any? any I, I think we should at least hit one Brewers for for our friend Evan Heffelfinger. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. Like it or not, the Phillies making the World Series is a great example that demonstrates the Brewers are actually approaching things the right way. Mm hmm. Or mm hmm. As Heffelfinger gets arrested.
2: I, what is going on out there? That's across the river from me. I have no idea what's happening.
1: Hmm.
3: All right, Bart, I'm so curious to hear your take on this. Like it or not, the Phillies making the World Series demonstrates that the Brewers are actually approaching things the right way. Mm hmm.
1: Or mm hmm. Mm hmm. No, sir. Phillies should not have been in the playoffs under any other year, right? Uh, they got in as a sixth seed. Here's the number. Here's the, my only argument. My only argument. Uh, I got to get the right figure here. Because I feel like
3: in the first few seconds of your answer, you are explaining why that it is the right approach. It's not. Because they're the sixth seed. They shouldn't even have been in it. But guess what? They are. And now they're in the World Series.
1: Yeah. You know why they were able to fight through? <clears throat> Mets, Dodgers, Yankees. Three teams with a higher payroll than the Phillies. $255 million payroll brewers are 142 in 2022 it's, it's it's their payroll that kept them alive so no the brewers are not doing it the right way for a team like the brewers you have to ride the ebbs and flows your small market team you have to go all in come back get the young guys up go all in I know it sucks and you don't want to do it but you have to sorry I don't make the rules Okay. The Brewers should not look at the Phillies and they're going to Stearns will say it. Well, you look at a team like the Phillies, they were the seed. I mean, they took a bite of the apple and they got into the world series. Great. They also spent 130 million more dollars than you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They were able to go out and get JT Rio They were able to go out and get Bryce Harper. They got Kyle Schwarber on a lark. Okay. Yep. They're mm-hmm. not, I would, I would, I would look at the Phillies and be more discouraged. Like, Shit, we're never going to get money. Heffelfinger, huh. don't let that sway you. What would you have said
3: three minutes ago? That the Phillies making the World Series is actually a, a good example of that the Brewers are actually approaching things the right way?
2: Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm? mm mm No. Because that $130 million difference in payroll, look at what that went to. went to Bryce Harper, $30 million a year. Kyle Schwarber, $20 million a year. Nick Castellanos, $20 million a year.
1: Castellanos,
2: good. They're paying uh, JT Romuto a lot of money. They're paying Jean Segura, as Rami Makhlouf likes to say, a lot of money. <laughs> they, they're paying all of these really big-name players a ton of money that the Brewers just cannot do. Uh, that's why, first and foremost, we'll never be that. We're never going to go out and be in the sweepstakes for a Bryce Harper. Or an Aaron Judge, like the Dodgers. Of course, the Dodgers are in on Aaron Judge. I fucking hate that. But I, we're never going to be that team. We're never going to be a top 10 payroll. We're never going to be in – well, we'll forever be in the mix, never the team actually getting this big-name player. So that's why we have to result – you know, res, go to the Avi Garcias, the Hunter Renfro's, the Colton Wongs, the guys who are good enough to fill the the gap, maybe be a slight upgrade over what you have, and you have to overpay to get them because that's the only way that you're going to get them to go to your team, that's pretty much all you're going to be able to do. So you have to do the small market thing where you're bad for a couple years, you get the guys, you bring them up, you're good for a couple years, and then you're bad for a couple years again. That's just That's the only way that you can do it.
3: So to clarify, though, though you guys both think that they shouldn't think of it as a good example, that the Phillies – you think they will. Well, the good example is spend more
1: money. That's the example yeah. that you should
2: take. which Mark is never going to do. He's just going to yeah. keep buying soccer teams. Yeah. Uh, I,
1: cards.
3: I think you, I, I would not uh, – I did not instantly think of, like, the salary part of the difference. I think what you tell yourself, though, is it doesn't – as long as you get into the playoffs, it doesn't always matter how cold you were heading into the playoffs. You
2: just like, got That's fair. Because I like, think it I, is the team that wins is usually the hottest team. And if you look at a team like the Nationals from a couple years ago, they weren't the best team, but they were the hottest team going into the playoffs. The only difference is they paid like a billion dollars for their starting rotation. So even then you kind of go back to – yeah, they're the hottest team, and there's bite of the apple, and six seed can win everything. But you also have to look at the players that they have that got them there in the first place, who are designed for the postseason for that money.
3: Yeah, Heff, did you ever gif your apple eating thing at the at the Brewers game?
2: No, but you I need sure.
3: to, you need to gifify that because I would use like I would. There's not a good bite at the apple gif when you search for it. We need that. The world. Yeah, but put a Bart
1: Winkler show watermark on it first.
2: <laughs> oh, true. True. Okay.
1: I, where Evan was going, I was going to say, like, they're sounding like the brewers are always the brides. Uh, what's that called? Always the bridesmaids. Never the bride. Yeah, bridesmaid, Never the bride. The brewers are more like the uncle at the wedding that shows up, thinks he's looking nice because he's wearing jeans and his work <laughs> <laughs> yep. where's my Where's my nice shirt? Where's my schlank excavating shirt?
2: <laughs> nice.
1: Hey, honey, don't you have any buttons? Like any button down shirts? Them are liberal clothes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> All right. Do you have to go? I gotta go. All right. Bye. All
2: right. Bye. Bye. Uh, you want to talk about anything else? Uh, you having fun watching the NBA so far? I enjoy it. There have been some fun games.
1: Yeah, great slate last night if we just want to look at it. My god. Um, let's talk about all these games. <laughs> you had the uh now, know, this Warriors is Warriors and really Phoenix. Them. God, I stayed up for that one. Did you really? Oh, I had to. It's
2: awesome. Because otherwise your brother would have gotten mad at you.
1: Yeah, my grandma watches all these games. Really? Oh, yeah.
2: Hmm.
1: Um, let's see. The Bucks have only played twice.
2: Yeah, I hate it. Off from Saturday to Wednesday. All
1: right, so you're going to the game tonight.
2: Yeah, and you don't know where your seats are. Not yet. We'll pretty much find out on a game-to-game basis.
1: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. So we're going to do a live post game after.
2: Um, do we want to predict Ben Simmons' stat line?
1: Yeah. Uh, seven. Five and six.
2: Ooh. Okay. Okay. I'm feeling. Six. 11. And seven. I'm okay. four shots.
1: Let me look at the upcoming Bucks schedule and just try to map out my uh, podcast shows with you before we say bye. Uh, so tomorrow's show, there's going to be a post game show tonight on YouTube. Check my Twitter uh,
2: after It'll be Brooke... me and my roommate walking back down the river on our way to our apartment. <laughs> Good.
1: Uh, after Brooks revenge game against Brooklyn, we'll go live the, th- so that'll be Thursday show. Friday show will be Horvat and the week uh, eight picks. Now Horvat's a busy man. He is also doing the Curtin long podcast with Sparky. They're doing three that days three a week. Days a week. Huh?
2: Three days a week.
1: Yeah, what the? Fuck? I love the logo. It looks like Miss Minutes. I love the, uh, I love the name. I listen. Yeah. I thought it was good.
2: Yeah, best so of luck. Check that though. out, huh? Best of luck. Listen at twelve fifty a.m. The fan or
1: the Odyssey app. Uh, this show's on the Odyssey app, by the way. Is it really? Yeah. Nice. Um. What else? Then on Monday. I think there will be some sort of show posted. I don't know what it's going to sound like. I might go on YouTube for like 15 minutes out of the parking lot. Because you are
2: going to be in Buffalo, right? You're still going?
1: Yeah. Uh, Monday night, I'm driving back. I'm driving 10 hours Monday. So Monday night, the Bucks play the Pistons. I may do a little tiny
2: thing after that to get a show out for Tuesday. Uh, I'll be in Minneapolis, so I will not be there. I don't know if I'm going
1: to go live after these Bucks Pistons game. Well, maybe I will for a little bit. I mean, I can't not talk about the game if the Bucks.
2: You play. don't want to talk about Jaden Ivy and Cade Cunningham?
1: Um, yeah, you know Cade's Cade's been good on my team, my fantasy team.
2: Oh, I'm going to do fantasy basketball this year.
1: Yeah, I got I got asked the day before the season started.
2: Damn it, I forgot.
1: They're like, hey, you want to play? I go, absolutely. All right, Venmo me the 150. What? <laughs> I've done a fantasy base- basketball league, and some guy still owes me 600 bucks. Really? I won a league. I was a keeper league. I won a league. Sparky and Rami got me. Listen to this bullshit. Oh, no, there was two bullshit things.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I won a baseball league with those guys. I won it. Okay. Sparky and Rami took second and third. The guy mm. didn't have enough money to pay everybody out because not everybody paid. So he paid Sparky and Rami, and didn't pay me first place. Didn't even pay me my entry fee back. What? Yeah. Then I win a six hundred dollar basketball league keeper league. Doesn't doesn't even give me my entry fee. Doesn't give me the six hundred I won. Doesn't give me my entry fee.
2: That's. I mean, you could take them to the small claims court for that.
1: I don't know now that I got an LLC behind me, I got the weight of the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: That I don't know much about guy. the law,
1: can i, I show can him a lawyer if you know mean. him. He still owes me
2: 600 I need it now. <laughs> me too. Fuck, uh, you're working today. Yeah. Uh, what'd you get me for my birthday yesterday?
1: You mean I text you and then give you a... Wait, is your birthday the 25th? Fourth. Oh. Well, I guess two days ago, sorry. Then why are you having F-25?
2: That's a great question. I don't know why. Ever since I was a kid, that's my favorite number.
1: So I text you on your birthday and didn't even say happy birthday? Potentially. Wow. That's okay. Uh, I got you. From (gasps) happyplacehemp.com. CBD full-spectrum muscle cream
2: yes
1: i don't talk about this enough nice so i will give you the muscle cream <laughs> i get one rub down on you deal at a muscle of your choosing get creative
2: Hmm. okay
1: all right. No, we're just sitting here. Time to go. Uh thank you as always, buddy, and good luck on the job.
2: Thank you. I'll uh I'll be here anytime you need me.
1: Evan got hired. Uh he is the director at a funeral home.
2: I I have some fun ideas to spruce up everything. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a blast.
1: Yeah, anyone that has a funeral on Halloween weekend gets buried uh open casket with clown makeup.
2: I I told you that in secrecy. How are you? You're giving a remote. My... I got promote. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a bunch of balloons. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some like pretty big cakes that say like "Sorry, they kicked the bucket," uh, shaped like a bucket. So, some streamers. It's a good time. Come out to the funeral parlor.
1: I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make a small town movie where okay. there's a string of murders. And it's the funeral director.
2: I'm surprised that there hasn't been something like that yet. I'm sure there has. I want to be an actor. I'll star in your movie.
1: Funeral director, killing spree movie.
2: I could see it being an episode of like Law & Order or, you know, uh, Criminal Minds or something. Yeah. Do you watch Law & Order? I've seen a lot of episodes because my mom loves it. So I've like walked it on a hundred million episodes, but I don't know if I've sat through an entire one myself.
1: They're getting really graphic this year. Really? They like, there was a episode with a shooting on a subway and they showed all the bodies. Oh uh, yeah.
2: I heard that Elliot Stabler's back though. He is. He looks good for 60.
1: Nice. All right. It's time to go. All right. People are like, still listening. like what's going to be the great thing that, no, this, this podcast should end
2: five minutes ago. You say that, but who doesn't love a little Mariska to titijigay g- talk? Oh, yeah. How do you say her last name? Winkler? <laughs> I wish. Well. <laughs> all
1: right. All right. Uh, Bucks live tonight. <suspiro> Show tomorrow. Bye.
4: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why?